Hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for being here today with me. I was just thinking, I have to tell you about this beverage that I'm drinking, okay? So I will say every time I sit down on my computer to create something, I always have multiple beverages, whether that means I have tea or coffee or Pedialyte, you know, plus my water. I always have water at the table too, Um, but lately I will link it below this beautiful creature that um, I met not too long ago named Michelle created this company called Twig and Feather and she makes this blend. It's like an infusion tonic magic tea basically but it's called Cha 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 and it tastes a little bit like coffee. It also has like a what's it called? Like a cinnamony flavor. It smells amazing. It has great health benefits and it does not have caffeine in it, which is why I am so excited because I used to be the girl who drank coffee all day and I could drink coffee all day because it's delightful and it makes me real happy, but it also makes me feel like shit if I drink it all day. I've, I've literally for the last like two years, I guess I drink one cup in the mornings and that's it. Um, but I have to come up with some sort of warm beverages to drink the rest of the day, especially like today. It's 40 degrees outside and raining, like cold, nasty rain, and it's gloomy, and I just needed another hot beverage. So it's sitting in front of me. I'm smelling it. I'm taking a sip. For those of you who are watching the video, you can see me. And uh, I'm just, I highly recommend, highly recommend, praise all the praises. I'll put it below. Like I said, I'll give you a link so you can check it out because it's so good. And you just brew it like you would a tea. So I use like an infusion kettle and I just um, simmer it for 20 minutes and then pour myself a cup and I use a little creamer in it. So like I said, it tastes just like coffee. So good. Anyway, like I said, welcome back. I'm super excited for you guys to be here. Um, I, the topic today is what to do when people are shitty. Like that was the way I wanted to describe it. Because I was sitting here thinking like, what's a more, is there, should I use an eloquent, you know, phrase to describe whatever this is that you're wanting to talk about. And I was like, no, actually, because any other phrase got too specific. And just the truth was what I wanted to talk about is what to do when people are shitty because this is life and it happens. Like, I wish that I could tell you that everyone's going to be airy fairy and happy and excited and nice to you all the time, but that is absolutely just not the case. So what do we do when people suck? Basically, like I sometimes I'll have days, you know, and I'll be, it feels like I'm like dodging bullets, right? Like I'm taking hits left and right. And, you know, then I'm dropping everything that day or I've spilled like one day it happened and I spilled hot water on the dog all over the floor. Like then, then I started to continue to move on and I ended up dropping like my whole bowl of cereal everywhere, milk and all like what the fuck, right? Just the worst. And 
or I'm constantly fielding these messages from people that are just being really crappy. And I would, you know, talk to a friend about it for a hot minute. And um, my response was always just like, do people suck sometimes? And it is what it is, right? I know a lot of people who hate that phrase. When someone says it is what it is and they're like, oh my God, it's the worst phrase ever. But you know what? Sometimes it's just the most fitting damn thing to say. So I don't know if it's rude to be sipping this in front of or in like the podcast sounds, but you guys, I just can't help myself. Anyway, so, okay. You guys know that I absolutely believe that thoughts become things. I believe in the law of attraction. I believe that we can daydream stuff into reality. We can write inner journals into reality. Like I absolutely wholeheartedly live that way. And I I have for many, many years. Um, So I remember the feeling of people saying things like, well, if people are being shitty to you, then you must be attracting it, right? You must be calling it in. And it's like, you know, I get it. Like I get where that's coming from. But at the same time, like we can't control what other people are doing or not doing and that's just a fact so wouldn't it be nice like it would be nice in some cases that we could you know bottle people corral them up I should say not bottle them up but corral them up and control a little bit of of the things that we wish they could do or would do or didn't do or whatever but we don't have that power nor should we right because the truth of the matter is, is that those statements of like, well, if you're, then you're just attracting it or, you know, people just suck all the time and that's just what I expect of them. Like those types of statements truthfully are really unhealthy because you're putting the blame on everyone else, right? When like, why does it matter that much? And here's what I mean. Here's where like the truth will set you free is why does it matter that much whether or not people are being oh my god I wish you guys could see my dogs I just got distracted like Mac has his arm around Bonnie she's snoring if you can't hear it I'm sorry if you can but it's real cute it's real cute anyways what like what if we realize that like took the power away from the fact that it it doesn't really necessarily matter um who is shitty or not or what's responsible or if we because if we allow something like that to affect us or you know make us be negative for the next two days or make us yell at someone or make us fall off our game blah 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 like that's on us okay and here's the side note the really big loud shiny side note is you're human I know I say that all the time but it's the truth like we're human beings and sometimes the day doesn't go right or something happens or whatever. And it just, it does bring us down a little bit. Shit happens. Like it does happen. But don't, but but then moving into the next phase of that and then like going all around and like harping on the fact that this person who was shitty to you is the reasoning behind it. Like they caused the whole thing and they're the reason that you had a bad day or dropped your cereal over the floor or whatever. Like don't give people that much freaking power in your life. Like, It's not healthy, and we think that in that capacity that we're looking for someone, basically we're looking for someone to put the, take the blame off of, you know, or to to take the, the, what's the word I'm looking for? To take a bit of the, like, edge off in a way so that we don't have to look at our own shit when we allow someone else to literally dictate 
our mood so much and so drastically that then we behave in a way that we're not happy about, right? Like we want to blame someone else when we let ourselves go there. So using those other statements, like I said before, those are kind of cop-outs instead of you dealing with what you need to deal with. So what do we do instead of the cop-out? That was kind of the big goal today for me was to talk about that. First of all, you know, to give you some permission to realize that sometimes it just is not a great day, right? And I have, here's here's the thing I'd like to say. I remember during like my journey here of kind of self-awareness and letting go of shit and surrendering to whatever, which we're going to talk about in a minute, um, whatever's going on. There was a time that like I would be very aware of what was happening and why it was going, why it was happening. And I would use it almost as an excuse. And I would talk about, you know, what a shitty day or this happened, this person did that. And I would, you know, talk to usually one or two people throughout the day, like a friend or a boyfriend or whomever. And I would talk about the bad thing or, or the shitty person or whatever as like a, a topic of something that happened in my day. And I look at the evolution at this point now and what I do differently, I guess, is the fact that like I don't tell myself that I have to be happy and positive all the time. And I think back then, I thought that was the the jam, right? Like that was what you had to be doing if you wanted to be attracting abundance and happiness and joy and goodness in your life. You had to always be in a good mood. Okay, talk about like freaking impossible, right? Talk about giving yourself unrealistic expectations and like setting yourself up for failure. Because the truth is, is when you do that, which I did for many, many years, you don't let yourself feel emotions outside of, you know, accomplishment and happiness and and determination and the things that you feel you fill the space with versus you know, anything bad per se or negative. And it's like, here's the deal. When something crappy happens, like you are more than allowed to not be thrilled about it, right? Um, if it triggers a yucky feeling in you or does some, you know, their days going whatever way and you don't feel like you're on cloud nine, don't pretend to be. That's the problem. Like, don't fake it. I hate that. I and girls and boys, I used to say that shit. Fake it till you make it. No, that's the worst advice ever. Like, <laughs> just be you. Just be you and continue to dive into that and your mindfulness around things. Be present. Understand. Like, be yourself. Not fake it till you make it because that's not solving anything. But instead, it's a matter of saying, okay, maybe I'm just not super chipper today and that's okay. Is it someone's fault because they were shitty to me? No. Is it just whatever Sure. I mean, we all have days like that and there's nothing wrong with it. The difference is, is that then you sit with that and you don't decide you have to portray it onto others, right? And that's where these people who are being shitty to you, like they're being shitty to you because of their own stuff. It has nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you when someone sucks like that and someone treats you badly or they have something bad to say or they are snarky or whatever it might be. Look at all these great phrases I'm coming up with. (laughs) But I want you to cut yourself some slack because it's difficult. I think it will always be difficult to an an extent, but especially when you first start practicing this, it is really difficult to let things just roll off your back um, 
when somebody's not being good towards you and you know that it's not about you. Like, you know that's not about you. You know that that's on them. Like, that's their shit, not yours. Um, they're projecting, right? Or they're had a bad day and they're just looking to feel better about themselves. And most of those, here's the thing, most of those behaviors from other people are very subconscious, okay? So they're not like seeking you out to ruin your day. It's just something like a defense mechanism or whatever that they have that they've not dealt with, that they've not looked at, like, right? Their own shadow shit, right? But it's not about you. But it's not easy to accept that. It's not easy to remind yourself, okay, that person just literally went off on me or went out of their way to try to be offensive to me. It's not about them or it's not about me. It's about them. That's their shit, right? It takes quite a while to accept that. Um, So, you know, don't feel bad. Like when I'm saying cut yourself some slack, like don't act like you're there's something wrong with you because you're not accepting that um, and you still are really sad or really broken down or you feel very cut by those words. Because the other part of it too is there's nothing wrong with feeling like crap about that. Like if somebody comes at you, it's never fun when someone attacks you uh, verbally is what I'm talking about. Obviously, it's not a fun when someone attacks you the other way either. But <laughs> um, for the sake of this topic, we're talking about verbally. And so it's definitely not okay when someone attacks you. It never is. It's never acceptable. Um, But there's a big old but there. It's also not your responsibility, number one, to ingest that and want to like digest it and, and take that on as your own. Take on their freak out or their shitty moment or their bad behavior as your own and as something that must be wrong with you. Because again, no, definitely not the case um, in 99% of, of the situations, right? And so the other side of that, like I wrote out a few ideas, a few moments too that come to us after someone treats us that way is we try to fix it. Whether that means we're trying to fix something about ourselves or we're trying to fix something about them or we're desperately trying to get them to understand our perspective or understand why they were wrong or understand what they did that was shitty, right? Here's the deal. Like that savior mentality or that you must understand what I'm saying. Please make me you know, please listen because you don't get it or you shouldn't have behaved that way. So let me tell you all the reasons why. Like, that's not your job. And the moment you put that shit down, like you set down that shield or whatever it is that you're carrying around, that name name badge, right, that thinks it's your job to fix all the things and be the person who tells everyone what they're doing wrong or what they're misunderstanding, When you set that down and realize, like, that's not your job, holy shit, do you want to talk about a different level of freedom? Like, it's a big deal. There's a big release there when you realize that you were taking on something all of these years that was not yours, and you were wasting a lot of time and energy and emotion on something that was not yours. Because it is not your job to teach people lessons. It is not your job. You're not their therapist. You know what I'm saying? Like, here's where I know it gets hard. Okay, let's use me as an example. I've been studying human behavior for a really long time. I study psychology. I study 
energy work. I study all these different things about people, right? And the way they work. I've also been coaching people for a really long time. I've also been managing people for even longer. So I have a lot of information, some, you know, around when I, I also have this like sixth sense gift of observation, of understanding where people are coming from and situations from all different angles and whatever. And I used to use that as my badge of honor, right? To jump in and be like, let me be the fixer of the things. You must listen to me um, as I tell you why you just did that wrong. People don't like that, first of all. Mm-mm, they don't enjoy that. And then you're just barking up the wrong tree, right? But what I'm getting at is when you have the knowledge, and maybe you are right, okay? Maybe you are right. Maybe you do know. But injecting yourself in something that is not yours is unnecessary and honestly it's kind of like it just creates more stress and heartache and not good things for you like you're in control of that and and you can stop doing it um so when you recognize this and I hope that one of you somewhere is listening to this and going oh crap like I do do that shit I'm going to start realizing that that's not my job. It's not my job to save people or it's not my job to tell them what they're right or wrong or or whatever it might be, right? So when you, even if you do know all of the things, even if you're a genius and you know everything that they don't know, it is not your job to jump in and force your facts or your opinions into anybody's faces. So again, unless someone's asking you or you have that sort of, you know, unique opportunity don't insert yourself in that in that way. It's not your job. And that has a lot to do with why when somebody is shitty, it would take over your whole day, week, month, whatever, right? Because we then become personally involved and invested in ways that we never should have to begin with, right? So that's a huge thing I wanted to really get across today is that, yes, it's not about you, but it's also not your job to fix it, okay? So kind of touched on this before, but the blame game does not help anyone. Like it didn't help you when you were six, six years old and like fighting with your sister or your cousin and you were, you know, you got, you guys both knocked something over and then you get in trouble and everybody's asking, you know, the, the parent is like, who did this? And you're like, oh, she did it. No, he did it. No, that did it. Blah, blah, blah. But you guys both did it. You know, the blame game solves nothing. Um, it's, it's interesting because this is one, again, that really tends to piss people off. But it happened not too long ago where I had a friend that was going through some shit. And she made a bad, she made a bad decision, right? Like she had, there was a certain instance that she didn't behave in a way that she was very proud of, Right. And then after the fact, as we're talking about it, and again, me being the friend that I am, I'm like, dude, how do we, what what do I need to do to help you get past this or whatever? But, you know, it's done. And yeah, that was not smart, but you did it. So how, now what do we do, right? Instead of being like, oh my God, it's okay. Like he did something wrong and she did that wrong and everyone else is to blame. Like, of course you behaved that way. Which is really at first what she was looking for. She was just like, well, you know, it was all of these other factors, right? Like, I wish that everyone would understand that it was all of these other reasons why that thing happened or why I reacted the way that I did. And it's like, okay. And maybe that's true. But at the end of the day, what is that solving? Nothing. Like, the behavior still happened, right? 
So who's to blame, what's to blame, when's to blame really is irrelevant because at the end of the day, and here's the ugly part, we're all responsible for our own actions. We're responsible for what we do with what's brought to our table. There's a whole episode about this. I'll link it below. We're responsible for how we react, what we do, and how we then behave with what's brought to our table. And you've heard me say it before, and I'll say it again. You are not required to attend every argument or fight that you are invited to. Meaning, just because somebody started shit with you or did something that you didn't like or was intentionally being shitty does not mean that you have to then engage and try to fix it and try to fight them and pull out your swords and do all the things. It is a choice. And I would say in most of those situations, it's not helping anyone and you know it, right? So when you start to take a step back, so that's something we're going to talk about here too, is like, how do you know and notice this and then start to stop engaging in this capacity, right? Like, how do you start doing that? Well, the mindset work that we've discussed through tons and tons of different um, episodes is a huge key component of being able to be present enough and be aware enough to babysit your thoughts, right? And to change the way that you're approaching things or behaving or whatever. Um, Slowing down a little bit into that capacity or in that type of situation is definitely the necessary piece of starting to change this and show up differently. Um, You know, it's that age old thing that you've heard a million years and it's one of my, or a million times and it's one of my favorite things is like, you want a different result, you got to take a different action. Do you want one instance and one evening of drama or nonsense or whatever to drag out for months of bullshit and consume your time and take up what, you know, you could be using on things you like? on things that you want, on things you desire, like, is that really what you want to do with your time? Yes or no? Usually the answer is no. Or maybe you look back and you go, damn it, I wasted a lot of time talking about something that literally had nothing to do with me. Or that person's behavior had nothing to do with me and I spent this time and energy and this phone call or this whatever engaged in that and wasting energy. Like, that's something that I take very personally is that, Like, first of all, it's not my circus. I say that a lot. Not my circus. And I'll step back and and not do anything. Meaning I don't offer an opinion. I don't say a word. I don't point out what you did wrong. I don't point out where the miscommunication was unless I am asked those questions. And even then, sometimes I don't because, again, not my circus. And I'm not going to tell you what I observed or what my opinion is so that then you can turn around and use me as your scapegoat or me as, like, the re- you know, you're going to start blaming it on me. Well, Jamie thought this too, blah, blah, blah. You know the kind of shit I'm talking about. So maybe this sh- podcast should have been called What to Do with Shitty People and How to Deal with Drama. <laughs> maybe that's what this should have been. Basically, it's how to stop dealing with drama. Like, you don't need to be putting your energy, like that's what I was going to say, that's the kicker for me is like, am I wasting my energy on someone else's bullshit? Yes or no? And when the answer is yes, it pisses me off. Like I'm mad at me for that. I'm like, gosh dang it, like that is not something that you should be spending your time on, you know? Like you have more important things to do. 
And that's not snotty. That's smart. Like that's not a mean thing to say. It's intelligent. The most, think about a person in your life. And maybe you are this person. I've become this person, honestly, and I'm very proud of that. But think about a person in your life that just doesn't get worked up about what other people are doing. Like they're not involved when you're around them. Like you're not gossiping with them. You're talking about life or the environment or businesses or something they read in a book that day or like you're talking about things, not people with that person. And it's really refreshing, right? And and you notice that when the drama or gossip or bullshit or someone shitty comes up, you see them behave differently and it does not really affect them at all. Like they just don't really pay it any mind. Like think of that person in your life. Like the truth is, is this is what they're practicing. Some people do it naturally. I will say like my brother has always been very good at not getting involved in stuff that doesn't involve him, right? Like or that doesn't, doesn't, affect him one way or the other like if it's not happening in a in something in a capacity that like is affecting him then he doesn't get involved and like it's really actually a beautiful thing and he's done it his whole life and I and it just I don't know I'm assuming that it's more of like a personality trait and like a natural reaction in his world and some people are like that which is freaking awesome um, like they're direct. This is what I want. This is how I want it. You know, I'm not being, they're not being mean. This is just how they live their lives. And we all should take a, take a lesson out of that. Right. Um, so, but most of the time in most instances, that person that you recognize doing that, they've done a lot of work around it. They've babysat their thoughts. They had those moments where they're like, wait a minute, this person is being shitty or this thing is being brought to my table. How do I want to deal with it? Well, historically speaking, I know that in the past when I inserted myself in this type of situation, then it took a lot of energy for me. I got frustrated. I was furious. It ruined my whole fucking day, blah, 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 right? I don't want that to happen again. So now what do I do differently? And sometimes you don't know the answer to that question, but just doing something different than what you did before is a step in the proper direction. So in those cases where you're not really sure what to do, just don't do anything. Seriously, just don't do anything. Um, I personally do have been doing this a lot in my relationship, um, like my romantic relationship, because there's been just a lot of shifting in me. And then when we decided to be together again, Um, there's just been a lot of time and patience involved in us approaching things differently and allowing, you know, just blatant honesty as far as like, I'm not going to engage like that anymore and that's not okay in my world. And so example, when shit hits the fan in his business or his family or with somebody that he is allowed, that he has allowed to come into his space and disrupt his peace. Like, I want to be all mama bear about it, right? And be like, this motherfucker. (laughs) Like, personally, that shit would bug me and I would want to swoop swoop in for a few reasons. Control issue reasons um, and mama bear, like, protective issue reasons. I would jump in and want to, like, take this on as my issue as well. And I'd say for, like, so it's been about a year that we've been back together and, like, I sit there and in, in, in so many instances, like I have kept myself once removed um, for a reason as he's sorting through things um, 
but I tell myself often, and he knows this, like we talk about this, this isn't like a big secret or rude or anything, but it's like, it's not my circus. Like he's got to figure that out. I'm here to be supportive of him. I'm here to listen when he needs to vent. I'm here to give advice. If he needs advice, he'll ask for it. I'm, that's what I'm here for, but I am not here to insert myself into your circus with your flying monkeys who don't do blah, blah, blah correctly or whatever it might be, right? And it is hard. And it's an adjustment. But it after, just like with everything, after some practice, it becomes second nature. And there's a lot of times where I'm like, mm, nope, not my circus. And we'll have the conversations and I'll want to, I'll want to just dive in, right? Fix everything because I know this way to do blah, blah. And I can fix all the things, right? And what's funny is, is that now, nowadays, like, I don't even think about that part anymore. I just, I'm like, how's it going? Are you ready to talk about it? Do you need to talk about it? And a lot of times it's, nope, I don't. Okay. Anyway, and I'll just completely change the subject. You know, or if he needs to vent, I'll say, are you looking for advice? Or do you just need to say it out loud? I just need to say it out loud. Like, okay. And that's difficult sometimes, you know, Um, but it's a part of having respect in a relationship and clear communication, right? is knowing that even though it's irritating or frustrating per se, like listening to somebody that's in that type of situation, you have to realize like they're sorting through their own shitty thing, right? Like they're sorting through how they want to show up now. Like they want a different result. So now they're babysitting their thoughts and sitting still and not doing anything while they're observing and figuring out what to do next when someone acts shitty, right? You have to give people the space and have the patience with with them in order for them to figure that out too like you've been figuring it out or like you've had to figure it out when you've been in similar spaces so that empathy piece is really big here too um so I think that that really kind of wraps up overall what I really wanted to talk about today and it's like just from a bunch of different angles like you know you're shitty things are going to happen sometimes and, and people are not always going to be great towards you and the whole idea of this was that I wanted to have like a real candid conversation about like that doesn't mean that you're supposed to pretend like it didn't happen and walk around like, you know, the sun is shining all the time and life is perfect. Like That's definitely not healthy nor what you should be doing. You also shouldn't be jumping down into the lion's den and being like, come on, bring it on when it has nothing to do with you, right? So... I hope that these different angles um, were helpful. I hope that, you know, pieces of this were nuggets for you. And that's why I love I love having these conversations because pieces of that, you know, stick out for different people and help them just think of things differently and, you know, show up a little differently and, and better themselves. And um, again, I always just want to help people have a less stressful, more happy experience in their lives and more peaceful experience in their lives and for you to be able to live on your terms like that's the whole point of everything that I do is intentional living lifestyle creation living on your terms and this is a huge piece of that so learning to uh, embody this and practice this until it becomes your norm so I'm going to go ahead and wrap up as always Thank you so much for being here. If you have any questions, you can always email me directly. I am here to talk about anything um, and, you know, offer more resources or anything like that. If you liked this message, um, this video, whatever, video, podcast, message, all the things, ah, please give it a thumbs up. Subscribe wherever you're listening. And if you think that it's something that other people could enjoy or benefit from, please 
um, forward it on to them and that's how we really get the message out and we can help raise the vibration of the overall collective and also just help as many people as we can is from you guys helping me uh, spread the word. So thank you. Thank you for that. And that's all folks. We'll talk to you later. Have an amazing rest of your day. And until next time.